0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, me again, Ishan Akbar, and welcome to 929, a new podcast from Fiverr.com. Every episode of 929 has a different guest imparting a different lesson on how you can grow your business, develop your passion project, or generally just fulfill your ambitions. They'll give you one key piece of advice based on their individual expertise. And all you have to do is give them just under 10 minutes in return. Bargain. Today you'll hear from Davina DeCampo from her ultra high-tech home recording setup. Oh,
1: wait, I know. It's my microphone rubbing on my onesie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What kind of onesie is it? It's a Cookie Monster onesie, (laughs) of course. Davina was runner up on the prestigious drag competition RuPaul's Drag Race UK and is one of Britain's most accomplished drag queens, so obviously we had a lot in common. I've done drag twice, so my name is Ishan and her name is She-Shan and (laughs) she she is a, a frustrated Bollywood actress basically. Davina is a master of personal branding so I wanted to pick her wig about how she has managed to stay true to herself and create such an authentic brand and how your business can apply those same lessons. So here goes. So for this episode, I am in my conservatory overlooking the garden where the birds are singing and I've had a shout at them, so they've disappeared. And Davina De Campo, where are you?
1: I am in my gorgeous, glamorous, decadent bedroom.
0: It's not any (laughs) of those things. In
1: Manchester.
0: All the way in Manchester. God bless (laughs) technology. So please introduce yourself. Who are you and what do you do?
1: Hello, my name is Davina DeCampo and I am a truck driver. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a truck driver.
0: I'm a drag artist. I do drag. But how far away from who you are as a person versus who you are as Davina? How far away are they from each other, really? Um,
1: Yeah, I don't think they're that far away from each other, really. I, I sort of describe her more as a magnification you know, right. so it's like somebody's put a magnifying glass over my personality,
0: and that's what's being shown. So, so how did you get to this point? Like, how did you, how did you develop the brand of Davina? Is it something that just happened, or did you sit down and work it out, map it out?
1: Yeah, I well, I tried that right at the beginning. You know, I started out as Madame Farachina, and she talked like this: "It's Madame Faracina, blah, blah. You know, yeah. so I I tried that kind of mapping out right at the beginning, yeah. um, and that didn't sort of work at the time because I was kind of a round peg trying to fit myself in a square hole, if that makes right. sense. Like I, what I was wanting to do wasn't right for where I was, you know, location
0: wise. Talk me through that. So what was the the hole that you were trying to get yourself into and the round peg that you're trying to get in there? <laughs> what can you say? I see I should... where this is going. <laughs> Sorry Davina.
1: So I mean, You know, I was just trying to do uh, more sort of artsy stuff in a, a more commercial setting. And you have to, as a producer and a creator, you have to be aware of who your audience are. And so the audience that I had at the time were people who were out for a drink and wanted a laugh. They didn't want to sit and watch a five minute Aria in Italian. They couldn't give two flying bananas about that. So it took a while for me to kind of go, okay this is what I've done, this is who I kind of moulded myself into, but for this audience that doesn't work and that's okay, so let's let's look at what will work for
0: this audience instead. You he took quite a methodical approach to understanding what your brand is. Is that something you do as a person, that's who you are, you're quite methodical, or do you think that's something people in this industry have to do?
1: I, as a person, am quite methodical now. Um, right. I wasn't necessarily uh, when I was... Um, you know starting out and that's something which actually has benefited me a lot now um, it's meant that I've been able to uh, look at what it is that I want to do what do I want to achieve and how do I want to do that you know what are the ways in order to make those things happen and um, so I've definitely become more methodical the the more I've been doing this
0: here's what's so inspiring about you right beyond the fact that you look amazing you sing amazingly you dance amazingly is the fact that you're not afraid to just say, this is me and this is what I'm going to do. I think a lot of people and brands, even individuals, they might be listening to this and thinking, well, hold on, my idea might be completely left field. I can't risk taking that to, say, quite a staid industry. What would you say to those people? If you believe in
1: your idea and you believe it's good enough, then there is an audience there for it. Um, Right. it's, It's just about finding the right platform, I think in order to make that happen you know it's about keying in with those people who would be interested in in that particular uh, product that you're you're selling because that essentially that's what you know I'm doing is I am creating a product which is myself so sometimes it's about looking at where the opportunity is and then other times it's about creating the opportunity for yourself right because so often you have to bang your own drum and create your own noise because otherwise nobody's going to listen because there's already you know these people who are established
0: in in your area and field but the haters you know the people who criticize whatever you do how do you respond to that and how do you recover or even grow from it can you grow from criticism yeah well it depends um
1: if it's somebody who you don't respect quite often it's not worth Even acknowledging that that's happened. And then, if you do care what they think, look at what it is that they're saying. You know, are they saying anything that is useful? What is it about it that you can take and use? Because it's up to you, as a a producer, a creator, and your own kind of advertising tool, to decide what is useful to you. What is it that you want? And has what they're saying got any validity? Because as long as you believe in what you're doing, I think that there's much more power in that than constantly questioning everything. You know, I question everything before I put it on stage, but once I'm on stage, that's it.
0: What do you mean by that? What do you mean you question everything before you put it on stage? What does that mean?
1: Am I singing this correctly? Am I pronouncing it right? Is the staging right? Is this the right track to use at this point anyway? Because I'm a a very anxious person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I uh have a tendency to over prepare for everything. Mm. One of the sort of things about being anxious is you can either sit and stress about it or you can get hold of it by the scruff of the neck
0: and you can prepare as much as you possibly can. So in a sense it's about I guess being adaptable to well, I, I don't want to call it the market because it sounds so lame, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> But that's what it is. You're you're, make, you're taking a sense check of what's going on around you and saying, actually, what I'm offering needs to change with what's in front of me. Yeah, absolutely. Now, similarly for you, as it would be for me as a comedian, performance is kind of our bread and butter. How have you managed to negotiate this time without being able to perform?
1: Well, the joys of technology are allowing us all kinds of new opportunities, live streams, live shows, but you know, from in your house. Would that be a live drag show then? Yeah, I'm doing um, at home with Davina de Covid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. And will, it, will Davina de Covid pretty much be the same as Davina de Campo, but at home? Yeah, yeah. It's been such an interesting conversation. What I tend to try and do is try and wrap up what I've learned from it, and more often than not, I'm completely off the mark. But I reckon I'm going to get it on this one. So I reckon that the lesson that you're giving us Davina De Campo is stop putting round pegs into holes.
1: Ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is absolutely not the lesson.
1: <laughs> Probably, actually, the lesson would be if you are a round peg trying to go into a square hole, maybe get
0: some edges. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> so in summary then, if the lesson is how to create an authentic and enduring brand identity, I guess what you're really saying is Stay true to yourself, be adaptable, and a bit of anxiety helps.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) 929
0: is a Fiverr podcast. If you need help branding yourself, your business, or just about anything else, there are thousands of branding freelance services on Fiverr.com. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll keep giving you bite sized episodes chocked full of advice from leading business brains. For now, however, time's up. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga.
1: Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.